Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. Independent thoughts. Independent life. This is Chad Benson. In the Persian Gulf and Gulf of Oman, which are vital waterways for global commerce, Iran has threatened the safe passage of ships yeah, by attacking on. commercial vessels and illegally seizing a British oil tanker. So what does that mean? Well, we're going to be sending some stuff over to them. Yeah, stuff. What kind of stuff? Some troops and some stuff. President Trump has approved the deployment of air and missile defense systems to Saudi Arabia in the aftermath of last weekend's attack on Saudi oil facilities that the U.S. has blamed on Iran. The announcement came from Defense Secretary Mark Esper at a hastily called Pentagon press conference on Friday night. The attack on September 14th against Saudi Arabian oil facilities represents a dramatic escalation of Iranian aggression. The exact number of weapon system and American troops remains to be determined, but the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Joseph Dunford, said it would not be in the thousands. So, I don't know what that means. Uh, people are worried. I will tell you this. Uh, nobody wants anything crazy to go off over there, and it could unravel fast. As we all know, it's a tinderbox always. And now you've got this. It could get ugly. Hopefully it doesn't, right? Hopefully it doesn't. I would like to see more of our allies get involved in some of these things. Today they said they're going to go and hit them hard again with sanctions. Iran harder and harder and harder again. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want us any anywhere near any of these things. But I understand. Look, Saudi Arabia and us, we have this... Like it's just it's an awful relationship, but we need some allies in that region. And uh, Iran is not our ally. I think we know that. Even when Obama was there, it wasn't like Iran was our pal. They weren't, right? They weren't. Let's let's be honest, right? So their dream is to get a bomb. That is their dream. I don't care what anybody says. No, it's not. They want peaceful. Yeah, their dream is to get a bomb. Period. Case closed. That's their dream. Will it happen? Eventually, I do think it will. Unstability? I mean, stability in the region would be great. Unstability in the region would be certain if they got it. Because you're talking about a, a country that on, I don't know, every second of every day, there's somebody who's a leader over there or in politics talking about how they would like to wipe Israel off. The face of the earth. You know who else they'd like to get? Saudi Arabia. They would love that. They would love that. Pompeo was right. If, if, if they did it, it is an act of war. How much should we get involved? We shall see. Also have to remember it's Friday. So Friday means, especially in a situation where you've got Trump dealing with the whistleblowers and supposedly asked eight times the Ukrainian president, hey, is there any way? That you could just see what's going on with this Hunter Biden. How'd this guy get this stuff, you know, with this oil and gas company over there? And and it, it's, it's you know, he said, no, it's all good, man. Don't worry about it. It's a bunch of baloney. It's, you know, that's what the president's going to say. But, uh, you know, this it, it's Fridays when they dump stuff. Why? Because people are heading home. Right. All these politicians, most of them, for the most part, have already boarded an airplane hours ago and are landing at their homes right now, getting in. So we'll see what takes place out of that in the coming weeks. 
because it will be that way. And we'll see what takes place with Saudi Arabia. Could it get ugly? Could it unfurl? Yeah. But here's the other thing. Strange bedfellows. Saudi Arabia and Iran do not like each other. Israel and Iran do not like each other. Israel and Saudi Arabia, not not pals, but you know what? In this occasion, they'll join forces, right? Kind of like we did with the Russians, right? The allies, uh, it, it was a good thing at that point in time. At this point in time, the enemy truly of our enemy is our friend, and that's the way we looked at it. So we'll see what takes place there. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. You can tweet at us. Oh, by the way, did uh, how many kids, did, were there any kids here that took the day off of school for the climate thingy? Any kids in Arizona? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's plenty of them. Was I didn't see them anywhere. Where was the, where was the march at? They went to the Capitol. Is I think that they went they from City Hall to the Capitol. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a few of them at the park today, and I was like, I ah, think that those you took- are the ones that said they were going to yeah. the march and then yeah. got lost along the way. This is some of the excitement. Here are two sisters who are uh, they're ready to take the world on. We're going to need enough courage to speak truth to power, enough solidarity to win every strike, and enough hope to keep us going. This is an uprising. It's an uprising, right? Now, here's the funny thing. This is her sister. Who do you think takes the blame for climate change? We are here because our parents trashed the planet, and it's up to our generation to save it. Thank you, Bruce. It's up to us. We're the only ones. This is their great war, Becky. This is it. They don't have communism. They didn't, you know, there's no Korea nor, uh, and, and, and Vietnam for them. There's no uh, Nazis to fight and there's no, you know, great war to end all wars. You know, th- this is their this is great their cause. This is their cause. Yeah. This is their cause. And they're going to come hard for it, uh, which is good. But I'm look, I am all about let's make the planet better. You know, I don't care. You could blame it on nature. You could blame it on humans. You could blame it on both. I think some of it is just cyclical. That's the way it happens. Nature will always mess you up whenever it has a chance. It's nature, right? Trying to control nature and climate stuff. But I want to do it through technology. I think some of the stuff that they're talking about doing I think is ridiculous. And I don't think we destroy ourselves. And I think people need to understand that, especially a younger generation doesn't quite understand that you know what? Uh, no, let's not destroy ourselves along the way and also understand the repercussions. You want solar. We can't capture it the way that people want capturing it in batteries. I mean, the billion trillion dollar question is what do we do with the solar power and certain power that we capture? Cause we don't have the battery to do it. And if we do get certain batteries, we're going to destroy a bunch of stuff to do it. So, yeah, that's true. I, I, um, I was talking to somebody last year, and it was back when we first learned that China had quit really buying all of our recyclables. And it was the first I'd really heard of it. And they said, yep, they're not buying it anymore. Now we have all this stuff. They're just having to pitch in the landfill. And I went, what? Yeah. I came home and did some research about it. And um, that's when I learned that we can't recycle stuff ourselves. We have to send it away because the pollution from the recycling plants would be so much more. And I was just flabbergasted. I thought, man, I've been sorting that stuff and trying not to use and all this stuff. And it feels like a never-ending Always losing battle. Yeah, it is. It, at times, I think it is. And I think we'll figure stuff out as we go. And once what we've heard this, you and I growing up, it was the great cooling that was coming, Time Magazine, Ice Age. You ask any scientist whether that you think it's human or you think it's man-made, they'll tell you, I'll take warming over cooling any day of the week. Cooling, nothing grows. Warming stuff grows. Mm. 
So, uh, but it's, it's yeah, I mean, we need to do some. It's our planet, man. My God, you know, we shouldn't, uh, this is where we eat, if you will. So let's take care of it a little bit better. It's our house. We need to keep it up, right? That's it. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. You could tweet at us. A lot of stuff to get to tonight. White privilege. Talk a little bit about that. I'm going to mash up a movie a little bit later. Two movies that came out today that I think if they were together, if there was a crossover, between Downton Abbey and Brambo, I think it would be awesome. Talk about that a little bit later as well. Antonio Brown. Oh, goodness me. That guy talking about somebody who's hot air. Man, man, man. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. It's Chad Benson Show, Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. We deal this. Mueller, arrest me. Chad will trade you two perjury charges for one collusion and throw in a reduced charge of obstruction for free. Yeah, I'd do that. For just listening to The Chad Benson Show. Yeah! The storming is now done and nobody made it in. About 75 people playfully went up to the first of many gates leading to Area 51. Paranormal investigator Jeffrey was among them. Fantastic mood. It was a little cold. It was 2.30. You know, I'm freaking 53 years old. I said, what the heck am I doing here? He says he saw two people who were briefly Doesn't detained, like but police teeth. were smiling and having fun. Then all of the stormers left and came back here to the festival site to party. Yeah, to party. Not as big as they thought. I think a lot of people were turned off by the fact that the government pretty much said, you know, this is going to end ugly if anybody really tries anything. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's a that's a turnoff. Like, hey, there's a chance you're going to get blasted. Well, then, maybe we'll do something else this holiday season. So, poor Alex Stone out there. It's cold and it sucks. I drew the short straw. He had to sleep in his car. Oh. In a rental car. Show business, baby. Oh, my gosh. I would have done that. You would have done that? Heck, yeah. You would have slept in the rental car you would have gone to the Alien Fest? Both. Both. He's a kid. <sighs> Alex isn't a kid. Not that Alex is old, but... He's you know, you're 23. You're good or 24. You're good with that. You know uh, we'd all do that at 24. What they need to do though next time, you know, get some big time artists there. That way everybody shows up to see the artist, and then you and then during one of the songs, boom, go. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. The guy who started this whole thing was the smartest one of all because he was going. Remember, he was going to try to do it and actually turn it into something, and then somebody said, "Look." Buddy. They showed up at his house. You're yeah, you're you're gonna have well, even if he tried to do it like as a festival, yeah. He kept saying this is gonna be the next fire festival. That's and that's what people are saying, because I heard that I read on Newsweek, people are already getting lawyered up and ready to start suing. Exactly. Yeah. And somebody said, you know, if you're connected and he kept saying, I'm out of this, I'm out of this, I'm out of this. He was smart. Oh goodness me. What a what a what a nightmare. Maybe the, everybody was at the uh at the at the climate thingy. Like making things not like climatey. <laughs> Making things not like climatey. <laughs> well, you know what there wasn't at the Alien Fest? There were no aliens. There were no aliens. There were no aliens. So, they were not. It was a bust. That's because they're at Area 53, which is where the real party begins. Oh, wow. Who knew? Who you know knew? it all. I do know it all. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. I believe in aliens, but they're not hiding them there. They're hiding them elsewhere. Come on now. You know they don't tell Trump. Trump, the first thing Trump would have done if they would, he's like, you know, he's like, uh, do you promise to be president? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, totally. It's going to be awesome. His first thing, tell me where the aliens is because I'm going to tweet it. Because you <laughs> know they can't tell me. Like, you can't tell them. Anything. Oh, you really believe there's like the body of an alien somewhere being hidden by the government Absolutely. in a secret underground somewhere. I know it. I know it. And where do you think it is? Uh, not if you there. had to guess. Okay, they, they not would at keep it, that, they, That's like a. 
they're they're it's a decoy. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I think that we have some of their technology there. This is my belief. Uh, but I think it's it's around there, but it's nowhere near where everybody thinks it would be. And it would be underground, deep underground. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking you about. You go on believing it. I will. Chad Benson Show, KTR News. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Chad Benson loves lemonade. No wonder his show is two parts tart to one part sweet. Time for a refill. Cheers. We're going to need enough courage to speak truth to power. Enough solidarity to win every strike. And enough hope to keep us going. This is an uprising. An uprising. Rate it on. Climate strikes. That's scary, right? Little kids out there. This is an uprising. I saw this. It's called Children of the Court. It's interesting to listen to some of them talk, though. It's like, wow. I have to be honest. When I was their age, and that, there, there's two sisters. That's uh, Rosie Clemens Cope and Ellen Clemens Cope. She's going with the uprising. Rosie's pissed at mom and dad. We are here because our parents trashed the planet, and it's up to our generation to save it. Claire, mom and dad, you guys suck. You guys suck. We're woker than you are. If I would have said that to my mom and dad, my mom and dad, they'd have thumped. Different generation. This is their fight. I've been saying it. I've said it for a very long time. I'll continue to say it over and over again. This is their fight. This is their fight. This generation doesn't have what other generations have, which is a an enemy, right? You had the, before the greatest generation, you had the war to end all wars, Right. Then you had the greatest war. Then you had this and you had that. I mean, you, you, you know, we had Saddam Hussein and we had terrorism in a way that was totally different. And, and, and this is their fight. You had Vietnam, Korea. There is a great enemy, communism, the Cold War. This is their fight. This right here is their fight. And they're ready to fight. And that's what they're going to do. And you know what? God bless them. Kick some ass. Do it. I, I, I love it. I'm trying to do my part, right? I'm going to put a little bit of money in. I'm looking for better ways to do things. I love technology. I talk about it with David Schweikert all the time, Congressman Schweikert. He and I have a huge commonality in technology. He's very excited about technology, not only in the medical world, but he's, you know, he's talked about going over to, to ASU and seeing some of the things they're doing, catching certain things. When it comes to, to, to carbon in the atmosphere and stuff like it is awesome to see the particles and things that they're trying to capture and do. I love it. We may not agree on the way to get there, and I don't want to ruin our world as far as capitalism and fiscally to destroy things. But God bless you. Get out there and do it. Get out there and do it. And oh, by the way, while you're doing that, stop ruining our fun, woke world. That's all I'm saying as well, right? Mom and dad may say, hey. Maybe we screwed up the planet. We didn't know you guys are woker than we are, right? You guys are with it. But by the way, could you please stop screwing everything up when it comes to our fun, laughter, and stop being so PC? Oh, Chad. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson. Show is your Twitter. By the way, I just want to say, Chad, how could you even say anything like that? Because of things like this. 
You went to an open mic at USC. Yeah. What did you learn from it? It wasn't welcoming. You know, it, there were black people in that room that were taking me to task saying, all you do is come in here and take, take, take. You making a, a documentary about white privilege is an example of your privilege. And I, y yes, oh. that is correct. And it was good for me to hear. I like to be in uncomfortable situations. I, I get off on that. I want my, I want my opinion changed. I want to think differently. I love that about Chelsea Handler. I don't like her as a person. I've interviewed her a couple times. Uh, one time I was in San Antonio with uh, my former on-air partner, Woody. Uh, and we did an interview with her, and she was anything but kind. And I'm, it might have been her 20th interview of the day. I might cut her some slack, but I, I, having done comedy for a while, she's not the, the, uh, the most gracious, as, as we could say. And like a lot of people, she thinks a lot of herself. I, I'm going to here to tell you guys right now, I don't think a ton of myself, right? Like as far as I, I don't think I'm anything other than I do a show, I love what I do, I'm blessed. I think we all too often, everybody in this country, in this world of trying to find out who's a victim and who's the person who's who's victimizing other people. It, look, we're 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 always looking at something. I love the fact that she wants to be uncomfortable and talking about white privilege and she's doing a documentary about privilege and this, that, and the other. It's it's great that we have these conversations. We need to have more of them. The one thing I love about my my audience here and you guys out there is you guys keep me on my toes which is great. You challenge me to be better. I love that every single day. You call me out if, if I've got something wrong. And, and I think it's good because I don't know everything, right? I don't know everything. But then she talks about some stuff that I, well, you know, quite frankly, uh, I, I have some, you know, I, I'm going to take her to task on it. Having them kind of put me in my place was a great place to start for me. I get it. I am taking. I've taken a lot and I want to give back. And by the way, the whole problem is that white people don't want to be uncomfortable talking about these things. They don't want to ask the wrong questions. They don't want to offend black people. They don't want to say the wrong thing. Guess what? It's okay to be uncomfortable. Like we can afford to be a little uncomfortable after everything that's happened and stretch our kind of brains and our bodies to put ourselves in situations that aren't natural. Yeah. It's not that we don't want to be uncomfortable. You want to know what it is? First of all, she doesn't speak for all white people, just like Al Sharpton doesn't speak for all black people or Jesse Jackson. You want to know what it is? It's the same thing that's going on in the hashtag MeToo world where men don't want to be around women anymore. They don't want to travel with them for business. They don't want to mentor them anymore. People are sick and tired of saying we can't have a conversation because all you have to do is say you're racist, you're this, you're that, and then you get labeled something. And so guess what happens? The conversation ends. And all too often, and in many cases, it's nothing to do with even talking to somebody who happens to be black. It has, has all to do with, a lot of times, guilty white people, elite white people, who have this bizarre world that they live in. I talk about it when it comes to political correctness. So many times, people are offended, who have no reason to be offended, on somebody else's behalf, they're offended. But why would you want to have a conversation when, instead of, because we can have a conversation. I've got a couple guys who listen to my show, and God bless them. Good dudes, right? I know they are. We, we go back and forth all the time on stuff, and in particular race, and we'll go back and forth, and I know that I can have a conversation with them, and they're not going to call me out as, hey, you're a racist, if you see something a little bit different. Where there's a lot of people out there, that's the only thing they see, and they're just looking to call somebody that. So it, when, when it comes to this white privilege and this, that, and the other, look, there's white advantages. Let's not pretend that there's not, because I'll call it out right there. There is. But 
a lot of times what happens is people think that white people walk around all day thinking nothing but race. That's all they're thinking about, which you and I both know is a bunch of BS. Secondly, if the if we have a conversation and the first thing that you're going to do is you're going to bring up race and then you're going to call somebody a racist, why should anybody have a conversation about that? Because what happens? There's a chance that you could be demonized. And in this day and age, it doesn't take much to get yourself in trouble. Because somebody took something that you said or a conversation that you were having in a different way, and the next thing you know, boom, you're in a lot of trouble. You are. I understand why people don't want to. But I think we talk about race too much, and we need to focus on individuality. We need to focus on what unites us. And we need to celebrate the fact that, you know what? Some people are tall. Some people are short. Some people are strong. Some people are weak. Right? Some people are skinny, some people are fat. Let's just enjoy who we are and let's just all smile a little bit more, celebrate each other's differences, and laugh a little bit more. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Chad Benson Show, Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Got that sniffling, sneezing, stuffy head thing going on? Time for your daily dose of vitamin chat. Latin Grammy Award-winning artist Alejandro Sanz is heading to Co-America Theater on October 2nd. Head to the rewards page at KTR.com for complete details and your chance to win tickets. Oh, yeah. So, I'm excited because I like movies. And today, Rambo came out. I saw the last Rambo. I loved it. But today it's got to face off against Downton Abbey, right? Like, that's a big thing right there. Downton Abbey, huge. I have never seen an episode. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I, I will get into a show. I'll watch like three episodes. Then I'll never watch it again. And that's just because the only show, here's it, the only show I've watched all the way through from top to bottom, and I can't wait for the, the next episode uh, to come out. I think it's October 4th, is Pinky Blinders. And I love that show. I don't know why. I love that show. Uh, but I, I, it's a great show. But my thing is, you know, I'm so sick of these movies, of this craziness. It's like they release them all at once. Why not do a mashup? So think about this today. What if Downton Abbey and Rambo did a crossover? I think it sounded a little something like this. She is a scheming little minx. What piffle you talk. <gasps> there is no need to argue. I've lived in a world of death. I've watched people I've loved die. Some fast with a bullet. Some not enough left to bury. Maid, no valet, no nanny even. It's 1927. <laughs> We're modern folk. Nanny will take care of Marigold. And Anna can look after you. All these years I've kept my secrets. But the time has come to face my past. And if it comes looking for me, they will welcome death. I never argue. I explain. Downton Abbey, Last Blood. Rated PG, but sometimes R. <laughs> That'd be awesome. They're having tea and Rambo comes out and just slaughters some of them. They were having an argument, but it doesn't matter. Because this Rambo fellow came through and killed everyone. 323 538 At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. A lot of people tweeting at me. Twitter's doing something new today. Now, I have not. I tried to do it earlier, 
but it is uh, it hasn't worked yet. They were they were rolling it out today, and what they're doing is they are giving people the opportunity because you know how it can get on Twitter crazy. People start yelling, and so they want to try to figure out how they can kind of quail some of that, you know, quell some of that. So what they're doing is, let's just say I tweet something and then somebody reacts to it. And I thought, and you could think, okay, this could become, because it only takes a split second and then five people start tweeting and it gets ugly. So I can hide it. And then we could still tweet back and forth, the person and I. But it's not going to be seen by other people. So you can kind of make it essentially quiet. Now, it has to do, you are the one who can do it. So if you tweet something, somebody tweets back, you can hide it. They can't hide your tweet. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, they're trying to do what they can. Uh, I don't know if it's going to work, though. I mean, I think we all realize that social media, I love social media and I hate social media. I enjoy to go on there sometimes and then other times. And more often than not, everything just you give people an opportunity to speak i mean all you have to do perfect example go read any article anywhere go look at the articles if they give you a chance to comment within five six seven comments it starts to get a little weird by the 10th comment there's some racism comments and after that it just goes into and then usually somewhere in there somebody's trying to get you to click on something because they've got a multi-level marketing thing that is going to work they're going to tell you you can make 50 quadrillion dollars from your own home oh three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at chad benson show is your twitter who's your favorite pizza it's national pepperoni pizza today i'm having a big pizza tomorrow so I'm not doing that tonight. So what is your go-to pizza here in the Valley? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. I love hearing from every single one of you. It is the Chad Benson Show. This is Arizona's News Station.